This podcast has been brought to you by GM Moving, part of Greater Sports. We're here to help the people of Greater Manchester get moving and to improve lives through physical activity. I'm Eve Holt, Strategic Director at GM Moving, and for today's podcast, I'm having a conversation with Pete and Shirley as our Mental Health Ambassadors at Greater Sport. So this week is Mental Health Awareness Week, and the theme is Be Kind. Hi, Pete and Shirley. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast. Can you both just give a quick introduction to yourselves and your roles at Greater Sport and GM Moving? Hi, I'm Shirley Hurst. Um, I'm Senior Relationship Manager at Greater Sport and I take a lead on mental health and well-being for the organisation across Greater Manchester. And I'm Pete Crothers. Uh, I'm the Senior Officer for Moving Forces, uh, but I'm also the mental health lead um, for the team, so on the internal aspects of it, uh, and also support Shirley with some of the external stuff as well. Thank you both for joining me today. So obviously it's Mental Health Awareness Week. So we're looking at particularly at the links between physical activity, keeping moving and staying mentally well. So Shirley, do you want to give us a bit of a context about how the two of these relate to each other and why it's important to think about how we move this week? Yeah, well, um, a lot of the work we do at Greater Sport um, and through the GM moving is around changing lives through physical activity and sport. And uh, one of the biggest things that physical activity benefits is mental health and well-being. So it's a real integral part of everything we do. And we're really focusing on how physical activity can help prevent mental health problems and actually focusing on, on the real benefits physically health-wise and around mental well-being of being physically active. It's great to get somebody who is inactive to be active and actually they see some wider benefits whether that's connecting to other people who are doing activity in groups or within the community or it may just be getting somebody actually out of the house to get the benefits of walking in the fresh air so yeah we're, we're really aware of, of the health benefits of physical activity and also the benefits of that around people's mental health and well-being generally. Anything you'd want to add to that Pete? No, I think Shirley summed it up quite well. I think what comes across there is that, that physical activity doesn't, doesn't do just one thing for mental well-being. So obviously there's the, the obvious physical effects that, that we perhaps know most about, which is like the hormones, you know, the happy hormones that are produced by exercising. So those things that help ourselves keep that mood a bit higher, but also the other things that sport and physical activity can do as well in terms of the social aspect and keeping us connected, getting us outside, getting us to see things that inspire us that are different from staring at the four walls. You know, it, it does all these things in one and there's, there's different things for different people. Some people might get what they need by working out in front of a screen in their front room. Other people might need to get outside and, and see the nature around them or see people going past. So it's finding what, what each individual needs, really, uh, and, and what and physical activity can usually provide that. And this might be really small things. So 
you know, a lot of the work we do is really ha thinking about how people can keep moving in some of the simplest ways um, in terms of just going out, as you said, sort of for a walk around, walk around the block or as you referred to there, Pete, in terms of paying attention to, to nature. I hung upside down for a little bit yesterday and it certainly improved my mood. I didn't, I didn't even leave the room. <laughs> I didn't have to go very far at all. So it really is about how we keep moving in different ways, isn't it, in a way that suits suits you and um, whatever your circumstances are but that's obviously been made a lot more difficult in recent weeks during covid lockdown so can you share a little bit about why is it so important right now um, during this covid crisis that we keep moving and why is it particularly important in terms of our mental health it's no surprise that the government are recommending that we that we exercise and because they know the benefits that it has and i think the reason it's so important now as much as you know perhaps more than ever is because we're in a situation that is going to affect our mental health adversely and you know it's a scary time it's it's a time when we're going to be anxious it's a time when we're going to be sad because we're not seeing people because we're disconnected from families because we're stressed about perhaps lower income about whether our jobs are safe there's a huge number of reasons why it's perfectly rational for us to be feeling low and for our mental well-being to be suffering. And so we can't fix that. We can't wave a magic wand and that's all gone. But what we do know is that having some exercise, getting outside if you can, or doing something in your front room or in your kitchen or in your garage or whatever it is, getting your blood pumping we know that that has a positive effect it can lift your mood it can even just be a distraction so it's like that mindfulness effect as well from this the scary wall-to-wall -wall news that we've got so there's so many reasons why it is so positive to to be active right now but it also links into that idea of do you know what just because someone is anxious or feeling sad or, de or depressed if you want to call it that then there's nothing wrong with them that's completely understandable because of the times we're in. And so that's why it, it does affect everyone. And this is something that is available to everyone through adaptation, if people need that, to be able to make some sort of positive effect to limit the effect of the situation that we're in. So we know from the evidence that it's really important. We know that it supports our, our mental health. And we know from the statistics that it, it is already improving. People are finding it as a... Um, a real boost to their mood and a sort of stabiliser it in those kind of very uncertain, anxious times that you describe there, Pete. So, and we're getting some of those stories, you know, we're all hearing them through our work and for our own families of, you know, people really enjoying their daily dose um, and that really being a moment that does bring them joy uh, and really lift, yeah, lift their mood for all those reasons. So given all of that and these clear messages from the government, um, how how have you adapted what you're doing and how you're doing it, and to really support others to stay active to keep moving during this time? So, what we did quite early, we identified that this was you know, that there were certain threats to the team and you know on the internal side of things, which is what I've been focused on predominantly. Um, so we realised that people were, were potentially going to be isolated. And we also recognised that we are, we are the experts in is keeping active and why we should be active. So we wanted to promote that within the team first and foremost and, you know, be the proof of concept 
ourselves to, to lead an example to others as well online and be leaders in that as well. So we straight away found ways to connect, whether that was meeting up for a lunchtime chat just on Zoom, just so we can see each other's faces and not talk about work. Or we also had the, the morning plank, which is just a 15, 20 minute opportunity for people to get active, but also have a little check-in, see how everyone was feeling that morning before we set off on our day. And other things like Zoom workouts where the team could come together and have a bit of a laugh with an informal circuit training session. Um, and we're, we're constantly working on that and finding what works for different people. But some people are quite happy to just work out on their own and they've got maybe their partners with them that are sort of giving them the support that they need. And But there are others that, that perhaps need that connection with the team. And so it's making sure you've got that flexibility and that offer for people should they need it. Okay, just to add to that, um, I think just at the moment, the workplace and other organisations that we work with, allowing that flexibility to build physical activity within to your day, and that that will be different for every person. So um, in my case, with a a young family, every day is slightly different. And so, you know, activity needs to be planned into the day to give give the kids plenty of fresh fresh air and to break the day up slightly but also I just think it's the the less worry around working at home in this crisis of having to get in a car and commute to work and actually that is certainly allowing more time in the in the full day to be able to incorporate exercise whether that's individually on your own at whatever time suits you and whatever time of the, of the day you need that that sort of boost to keep to keep going through the day. I think the other thing as well is there is a lot of resources that we have shared from other expert organisations to help support people in the organisation to give different expert advice on ways of dealing with the current situation, but also tips and pointers if, if anybody's struggling and, and, and certainly in Greater Manchester there is plenty of support over the phone or online for anybody who, who may be really struggling. So that flexibility so that you can design moving into your day which um, feels yeah as you say very important for all of us at the minute and uh, speaking to Ruth at Manchester Mind um, and she was explaining from her personal experience um, you know the difference that's made for her and her well-being to be able to segment her day into chunks and actually you know go and have a walk outside um, do some yoga do all those things that we we know are good for us but often in our normal world, we just really struggle to make time for, or to do at a time that works for us. It becomes something you're meant to do at the end of the day. And how many of us get to the end of the working day and just want to slump? <laughs> so the idea of then going off and being active. So in thinking about how we kind of reimagine um, the future in this new norm, um, to include rethinking the way we work and the ways that employers can really support our workforce to stay physically and mentally well. Are there any particular things that you're now thinking you would like to design into um, the future at Greater Sports, at GM Moving, um, and for you personally? So in in terms of uh, the organisation Greater Sport, certainly we we do have a flexible working policy, which is is really well received and really helps, helps out. We do have things in there such as 45 minutes of activity is allowed as part of your working day every week but certainly the introduction of walking meetings I think opportunity to enhance um, package around cycling to work and and 
and really to give people the confidence and the equipment needed potentially to be able to do that. So it's something that I've certainly done more in the last um, couple of months is get on my bike because the streets are a lot quieter and I've noticed a big difference in my confidence levels of cycling on main roads, cycling into the city centre, which I would have never have done previously. So I think it's it's around looking at that and looking at, at people's potentially commute to work and, and the support that we can we can give around that. But just again, just to what I referred to before, um, that flexible working day and, and probably some practical examples of, from different people in the organisation of how we work that into a working day. And that will be different for every person, but it will be really great to, to, to start sharing a catalogue of ways that, that people do it whatever their age, whatever their circumstance, and really share that across a lot of the partners we work with within GM Moving in Greater Manchester. Personally, I've found quite a few differences. One is the time that I've just referred to about not having to rush around dropping kids off and then get to work and then get to meetings and then get home to cook, but really about just having that extra time in a day to incorporate physical activity, not just for myself personally, but for the whole family. So we've had increased trips out on bikes into the park, but also um, previously not being somebody who did yoga, um, I'm now regularly doing cosmic kids yoga, uh, whether that's trolls-based yoga or, or frozen yoga, but my daughter certainly opened that door for me that I never even knew existed around doing yoga sessions at home that were fun uh, with music and together as a family. So um, there's... There's certainly been changes in my household, which which I think's kept us all all feeling really good at, at times of the day where sometimes it gets a bit much. We need to bring that one to greater sport. I think it's time to have a bit of frozen yoga on our uh, on our agenda one day. Yeah. So um so active travel there, being able to get out and enjoy, you know, whether it's for leisure purposes with your family out on your bike, or then to be able to design that into the way that we are getting around for work purposes. And this flexibility to choose what you want to do, be that trolls or frozen yoga or, or anything else. Is there anything um, you'd want to add to that, Pete, really, as we think about things that we want to take with us in the future or, or anything specifically, I guess, that as employers um, or you know, staff um, might want to think about designing into their days in the future? Yeah, in terms of the, the activity side, um, I'd love it if once we're, I mean, if, if and when we're regularly back in the office, um, that, that we could find time to work out together, even if it's just a 15-minute plank in the morning. Well, not 15 minutes straight, obviously, that would be the <laughs> including chat before, <laughs> before and after. Um, but, you know, just doing things like that or, you know, because, you know, we've been pretty good in the past at going for our daily mile. Um, just after lunch perhaps or you know walking to the supermarket and back together to get get our lunch but yeah just being a bit more having a bit more variety with that and being a bit more thoughtful as to what what it is that we can do but I think keeping those digital links as well so that you don't have to be in the office to be taking part in things but you know would would really cement that commitment to flexible working that, that we have so that you can still feel connected and be active without having to commute into the office every day, which I think is really good, not, not only environmentally and, and, you know, sustainability wise for the future, but just in terms of it's just made us think a little bit more about how, how we can keep connected and, and socially connected as well as the physical activity side of things while we're separate. 
Um, so those are the things I think I'd really like to try and keep up that flexibility, that adaptation that we've brought in. Uh, important that we don't lose that. Personally, I think I've gone through two phases. So as you know, I, I um, became the dad to uh, a little boy four weeks ago. And it's very different. <laughs> so the time before that, I was doing everything. I was doing all the workout sessions. I was doing the plank every day. I was going out for runs, doing little workouts on my own. Suddenly, there's not as much time to do that or I'm not able to commit to say, oh, yes, I'll definitely be free at that time on that day because at the moment, it's all hands to the pump looking after this, this little, little person. So it's, it's good that I've had that insight into to both sides of, of, of the coin, really. And I think making sure that we have offers for the team that take that into account. There's, there's people that have got little children that might not be able to do the things that, that those of us with older children or that, or that don't have children would be able to do. So keeping that in mind as well is, is really important. I think as well, just to add on to that, I think it'd be really good with, with so many people working from home that workplaces could re-emphasise that daily mile. So as Pete just alluded to, we've, we've come from a culture of we've started to do a daily mile you know, as, as an office group. But now being isolated, although people are going out for walks, it would be really good to see more employers actually advocating that message that even though people are sat in their houses, that actually, you know, as part of their day, could they do a daily mile at some point in the day or all at the same time, you know, potentially all at a set time if that if that team was, was together. or So I think that would be a really good opportunity, you know, for ways for businesses to engage, to make ensure that they're their workforce although they're not physically with them could still do a daily mile within a day just to to split the day up for them and I suppose the other thing just putting there is a lot of people do do physical activity and sport for their community and social reasons and this has been affected massively at the moment and it's just around yeah we've, we've spoken a lot about going outside walking doing things online but it'd be, it's really important that we're going to work with with communities and social groups and sports clubs to to rebuild what that looks like for them because there's so many people out there who who don't like exercising and actually they, they go to a club or a group within their community to exercise to be with people and you know not be isolated so and there's a really important piece of work we need to do out when we when we start to rebuild to make sure that this this continues because it's so important for people to connect with other people and physical activity in sport is a, is a real key way of doing that. That does feel really important in terms of it being, as you say, an opportunity for that social connection. Um, and it made me think of the, there was an article just last week, I think, where child mental health experts were you know, really urging the government to prioritise children's play. Um, in the reopening of schools and really thinking about, you know, whilst, again, we're, we're emerging from lockdown and, you know, all the anxiety that that creates, um, it was good to see such an emphasis on the importance of, of play and being active um, as real means of supporting our, you know, our mental health of whatever age um, and facilitating that, getting used to, to be honest, to, to interacting again, because when you've when you've got so used to not seeing people and um, it can actually become quite hard it can be quite anxiety provoking for people to to get back into the habit of of socializing so anything that helps sort of break the ice which physical activity and sport can do so well can't it it doesn't isn't as you say it's often um it's not just about the actual physicality of it it is 
a tool for bringing people together, enabling them to connect with each other and tackling the isolation that so many people have felt over recent weeks. So, um, so many benefits um, and feels so important now and so important as we go forward. On that point, Eve, um, there will also be like coming back into um, when normality starts to be rebuilt back in is there will be a lot of anxiety out there in terms of that reconnecting with people and getting back to engaging with other people and community that it's really important we support our sector around training you know people groups and who are providing physical activity or clubs you know being able to open up doors but also to be able to recognize any signs of people that are struggling and one thing that we will be providing this week is potential um, online training for anybody in the sector who wants a little bit of training to, to sort of be able to deal with, with any issues or spot some signs that come up because I think there will be a high number of people that, although they want to get back into the social and community scene and, and a lot of that is through physical activity and sport, there will still be struggles out there, as you've just alluded to. Yeah, so training, supporting everybody to be able to look out for those signs and and then to yeah. remember that, you know, ways of being active may be one, one tool, one means, whether that's doing a daily mile, doing, you know, doing a plank because we've been doing it or whatever it is, whatever it looks like. And um, that may, may be a way in which you can help connect people and to, yeah, as you say, break the ice again. And so, I think as well with, with your reference to children and how important it is for children to be active for their own mental well-being. I think the fact that it is... I mean, you, you, you kind of said it there as well. It is just it is one one element, and it's important that we we bring well-being together into into one one thing really. That you ha- you can't have one without the other. You can't have physical activity without good diet, without being able to have good emotional intelligence. You know, encouraging children to talk about emotions and how to to deal with things. You know, particularly after the time that they've been through. You know, during their formative years, having to deal with this that we're going through. I think it, it's all one. It, it all needs to come together as one. It's not like you can just go, well, we'll just do physical activity and, and that'll that'll fix it. We do need to bring that all together and acknowledge that it's they're all sides of different sides of one coin that, that we need to to get right. I think for for children particularly. I think absolutely, and they all interact with each other, don't they? I know if I've been active, if I've been outside, if I've you know interacted with other people, I'm far more likely to then also pay attention to what I'm eating and take control over other aspects of my life so they all have a positive knock-on impact on on each other whichever way you start when I think of the five ways to well-being and that came out of the research by the New Economics Foundation probably was it 10 or 15 years ago now um but often still is one of the kind of key anchors I remember thinking riding my bike was about one of the few things that could satisfy all five so I think the five are you know be active connect give take notice and <laughs> what's the fifth and um, you always forget the fifth don't you yeah keep learning and I think it's the only thing where I could think of where just by um playing out on my bike I was often doing all five so it wasn't the necessary riding my bike that was the important bit but it was all the other things that also come into play um on often when we're we're being active in one way or another so We've talked about training, we've talked about all these links. It's still, do you think there's more work to be done to ensure that, I guess, whether it's the general public or it's our leaders across the Greater Manchester ecosystem or any particular parts, maybe, that ecosystem, for people really to think when they're thinking about mental health to also be thinking about our physical health and how we keep moving? Do you think we've got a way to go still before 
they are seen as so interdependent or are we there? No, I, th I think we've, um, we've still got uh, quite a way to go. I think generally there is a really good, um, we're in a great place in terms of starting to connect moving and physical activity with a lot of other things, like we've just said, with good health, with um, emotional intelligence. And I think, we, I think our challenge is making sure that every, every person understands that and organisations and, and leaders understand that you don't have to be a person that's working in physical activity or sport to be able to pass on the message to get moving that it will benefit your physical and mental well-being it's it's about you know as, as many as many people um as possible portraying that message that it is it is a benefit um to your health or it is a benefit to connect you with people if you're isolated so i think we we have got and it's it's just really about aligning aligning our message around moving and you know being physically active to as, as many different uh, people, organisations, sectors as possible, because as we've just alluded to, to be well and have really good well-being, uh, which has an impact on all of your life, physical activity really is a great way to, to contribute to that. Well, that sounds like a great note to finish on, a fantastic call to action for colleagues and friends and peers across Greater Manchester um, to work with us and help GM keep moving. And given that the theme of this week is kindness, let's all do it in a way that's kind and support each other to, to keep moving, stay well. And uh, thank you for today. <laughs> and uh, look forward to seeing you in circuit training or whatever's next on, on, our, on our list for the week. Uh, I'm sure if anybody is interested in knowing what we're doing, either as an employer at Greater Sport um, or in terms of our, our wider work, they can get in touch with with either of you um, or with me and we'd love to to work with others and keep learning together thank you to pete and shirley and have a great rest of the week let's be kind be kind to yourself be kind to others thank you if you've enjoyed this podcast why not share it or tell a friend about it and if you've got feedback or ideas for future episodes please get in touch with our team at greater sports using the links that you'll find on our podcast page.